Every book on how to be your own boss has instructions about when to give up your day job. Each one of these books has a particular rule of thumb. Some say you cannot quit your day job until you have three months' salary in the bank. Some say three years' salary in the bank. Others say you need all your funding in place and at least five years' salary. The sad truth of this economic downturn is that many people have already lost their day jobs and are trying to freelance just to make ends meet. Those people have major tasks ahead of them. They have to do all the things needed to bring some money in the house, register at the unemployment office, move money from long-term emergency savings to regular bank accounts, and cut the frills out of the budget. They also have to look for a new job, which takes hours every day. Then, and only then, do they have time to freelance. Even though these are the folks who inspired me to write this guide right now and post it on my blog every week, this one section will have less to do with them than it will with the rest of you. Those of you who've been forced into freelancing, don't let this section make you feel guilty. It's the rare freelancer who follows the advice I'm about to give. Most of us jumped from the day job into freelancing because of circumstances or personality. Most of us became freelancers at exactly the wrong times in our lives. We were going through a divorce and making changes anyway, or our freelance work overtook our real work time, so one afternoon we just quit. Or we moved to another community and didn't want the hassle of finding a new job, which, honestly, is a lot less hassle than freelancing itself. Many of us figured freelancing would be easier than working for someone else, so we never searched for a job when we graduated from college. Note to those of you thinking of this, freelancing is not, let me repeat, not easier than working for someone else. Or we had children, so we figured we'd make money instead of pay it out to daycare or an au pair. In other words, we incorrectly rationalized our choice to freelance, and we jumped long before we should have. How did we survive? In a variety of ways, too numerous to mention. Let me toss a few at you. We cut our budgets. We moved to more cost-effective housing. We had understanding parents, siblings, friends with large bank accounts. We had spouses who worked. We learned the art of saving money, from clipping coupons to trimming the correct luxuries. We paid half the bills one month and the other half the next, and dealt with the creditors calling every few hours. Eventually, those of us who survived as freelancers did several things, our income caught up with and then surpassed our expenses. We learned how to thrive in a stressful environment. Not kidding here. I know many freelancers who work better when the money is tight than they do when they have money in the bank. We learned how to be the best money managers in the world. Money management is such a huge, huge topic that I have devoted several sections to it. Look for the short book on that topic, the full-size guide, or the website itself. Money management is the key to freelance survival. But let's return to the topic at hand. When do you quit your day job? The real answer, the true answer, is deceptively simple. It is this. You quit your day job whenever you damn well feel like it. But that doesn't do you or your family or your long-suffering spouse any good. You want rules. You want advice. 
Those of you who are still employed and hating it want to know when you get to do what you want. So, when do you quit? There are a million answers to that question, and they're all individual. I can't tell you when to quit your day job any more than you can tell me what to write tomorrow. Even my rules of thumb would be wrong for most of you. Instead, I'm going to recast the question several times in this essay. Each refinement might bring you closer or farther away from quitting your day job. Should you quit your day job? For most people, the answer to that question is no. Most people can't handle all the things it takes to be a full-time freelancer. Not that most folks aren't smart enough or talented enough or even ambitious enough. The difference between most people and full-time freelancers boils down to one thing, the ability to take risks.